comes a time in my life, about every four or five, maybe six months, where I need to have a retreat, a total escape from the world, pulling back completely from society, stepping out of all my responsibilities, all of my tasks, all of my goals, not to sit back, not to bask in laziness or relaxation, but to do the hardest thing known in my entire life, to do nothing to sit and stare at a wall for hours a day for normally five or seven days in a row. I can't talk. I can't listen to music. I can't go on the internet. I shouldn't look people in the eye. I can't have any form of entertainment. No writing. No music. I do read, but it has to be strictly aimed toward the path I'm taking. One might say that this sounds fun, relaxing, freeing, but it is one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. I have to do these retreats twice a year because if I don't, I absolutely go insane. I don't want to complain. I don't want to whine. I never thought in my life I would really be saying things like this and tell you this tragic set of events without any wrap-up or lesson but there are problems the world is messed up right now America's messed up right now through the years of my life I always put politics on the side and and economics and had faith in my abilities and faith in the world faith in the government faith in the people to fix the government and faith in common sense to come in, and faith that these large wars are behind us. All kinds of faith. And all of that faith is being tested right now, boys and girls. The world is fucked up. I begin to judge people. I begin to dismiss anyone's opinion but my own. There's a pain that comes with judgment. At first it's fun to have a solution for everything, to know better than anyone else around you. But eventually, it turns into a feeling that begins to consume every movement and every motion of my life. The stress, the pain, the electricity of this fighting, swimming against the current, straining yourself with every single thought, every single glance, everything you notice, anything that falls into my perception, my motivation, my inspiration toward anything creative it's immediately overwritten by this judgment and with the judgment comes the feeling a strain tightness contractions in the body and as i continue to judge as i continue to rely on my mind to figure everything out the pain gets worse the tightness gets tighter the constraints get claustrophobic until you can't do anything but fall into this pattern of judgment and opinion. When that happens, I know it's time to step away from everything around me. I'm a traveler. I've been gone a long time from America. I left in February 2020. I sensed the world was going to shut down, and I landed in Bali. I got stuck. But then I made my home in Bali, and this is where I live now primarily. The Floyd riots, the insane 
debacle of an election. January 6th storming of the Capitol. And let's not forget COVID. I missed all of these things. In October of 2021, I went back to America and it was, uh, America had changed. It was another place. So I come back to Bali now and in this new world, in this new opening, pandemic is hopefully behind us, but you never know. Russia, stock markets plummeting. I don't know if I'm right-winged, I don't know if I'm left-winged, I don't even know what liberals are anymore, I don't even know what being conservative is. I'm afraid of every single word that's gonna come out of my mouth if I'm making some kind of joke. I'm terrified to refer to anyone as he or she. And I feel guilty for not taking it seriously enough. I'm walking on eggshells when it comes to the masterful art of seduction. Can I seduce anymore? I've done quite a few of these already. But to prepare, I make a list of the schedule I'm going to follow to the T. I make a list of food I need to pick up if I'm cooking my own. I make a list of products, tools, and things I'll need to continue day after day of sitting, looking at this wall. Sometimes I do it in my house. Sometimes I do it in the wilderness. Sometimes I pick a cabin or a hut by the beach. Sometimes I do it in my truck. It sounds romantic to do it out in the wild, but it's trouble. The wind comes. The rain comes. The cold comes. I found it's best to do it indoors, around closed walls and a ceiling covering your head. Even though recycling isn't the answer, and even though we're using more resources to throw out your old car and replace it with an electric one, and even though the gas prices are fucking at eight dollars, and even though I find myself agreeing with some conservative things and then I run in terror thinking I'm part of the alt-right, and even though my money sitting in the American bank is every day, day by day, losing more and more value, and even though I know all of this is in my mind, but I know that it doesn't matter if it's in my mind because it's happening anyway and I'm still pissed. And even though I know that we're all one and just let it go and everything is Buddha is true, but I don't see it. And even though I promised I wouldn't make a goddamned episode about whining and complaining and blah, blah, blah. I often do these seven-day retreats on my own, especially here in Bali. I do live in the epicenter of everything spiritual about Bali, but the spirituality practiced here is more aimed toward peak experiences, highs, meeting people, finding yourself, looking for a path, trying to get certification to become a yoga master in just three months, crystals, breathing, sound healing, and the ever-popular ecstatic dancing. The spirituality I practice, Zen Buddhism, is a very matter-of-fact, straightforward path to the source of your being. There's nothing to gain, no benefit to take away from Zazen meditation. 
for most people, it's just simply too boring. You're not even looking at beautiful vistas or crashing waves. You're just staring at a wall for seven days. Your back aches, your shoulders tense, your knees catch on fire, your hips want to pop out of their socket, the skin and fat on your buttock feel like they're going to slide off. Somehow, some way, one continues to sit through all this pain, through all this anguish, and that's just the physical stuff. The mind begins to bring up things that haven't been thought of in decades, things that we've all been trying to run away from, suddenly start seeping to the surface. So one may start out their meditation in these seven days going pretty well, but eventually, as our bodies stay where they are, this putrid mess does begin to surface, and I have to deal with it every time. I'm starting to think that the YouTubes, video games, the Tinders, the traditions, the religions, uh, the expectations of society, the promises of a good life, the promises of a retirement, the promises of pension, education system, debt systems, widening gaps of wealth and poverty, all the stuff that we think about buying, all the free money we've been given by the government. We have lost our cool. We've lost our innocence. We've lost that 80s, 90s, 70s kind of like, oh yeah, sure, we'll see you there then. You know, I'm not talking 50s. Oh, that's swell, but just kind of like, Oh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go to the ball. Yeah, I'll see you there. Let's let's get drunk and, and let's let's chase some girls. You know, you know, just like humdy dum dum. We've lost that. We've lost it, and that's okay with me. Really, it's all right. It's not about getting that back. It's just that we've lost it, and we feel tense. We feel anxious. We feel intense. It's heavy. It's on our backs. It's, it's not going away. And there's carrots in front of our face. And we're not trusting those carrots anymore. We're kind of running out of space. Running out of runway, you know? All of these things that kind of keep us hooked into a kind of future movement thing. It seems like that carrot ain't going to have much taste if we get a bite of it. And I think we're all kind of figuring that out. And yet, we still have to do something. Because everyone else is doing something, we gotta do something. And that feeling, a feeling like you've got to do something or else, man, that's a fucked up feeling. That's a fucked up feeling. And I think a lot of people have that feeling. And there's got to be another way. Sometimes the retreats feel like they never end. The days go on and on and on. Sometimes I feel in the first two or three days that I've reached some enlightenment experience, but I hold on to it very tightly, and that becomes my hell. Thinking that I've found the way, thinking that I've completed the task, becomes the very thing that beats me down. The very thing that causes my judgment when I'm not in retreats after a while. The very reason 
I am doing these retreats. If there's nothing to gain, why are we doing this? Well, that becomes the strange riddle of these retreats. Why do I sit there day after day, hour after hour, minute after minute, in total pain, in total confusion, total anger? Why? Why? It is by some strange miracle that I continue to do what I do, sitting, looking at that wall. There's nothing to gain, nothing to benefit. And yet, I do it anyway. Not everything is just Zen and oneness, letting go, the energy. Actually, it is. But just saying that to someone doesn't help. We got to find a way to deal with this life, with this reality, with this inevitability. We have to find a way to deal with it with full action, full involvement, with peace, serenity, minimizing, mitigating suffering. We have to find a way. We have to. Sometimes the only thing you can do to change anything is to sit absolutely still and feel like shit for three or four days maybe five, maybe six, but maybe on that seventh day, something happens, something comes. Maybe you'll come out having nipped it in the bud. Most of the time. <laughs>